You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God brings us peace. Learn more about this through Gideon's story in week two of our series, Awesome God. Hi, Victory Antipolo. Welcome to our worship service online. This is Pastor Irwin Balanay. I'm one of the pastors here in Victory Antipolo. Happy New Year po sa inyong lahat. Thank you for continually attending our online worship service. I understand yung iba po sa atin ay hindi talaga maaaring makalabas ng bahay uh, because you're one of those uh, 18 years old below and or kayo po yung nasa 65 years old up no, na mga age group. That's why you, you can't go outside. You can't uh, join us in our on-site worship service. But for those of you who are in the age range na allow po, no, na allowed ng government to go out, you may start considering joining our on-site worship services. And I'm telling you, napaka experience then. Okay, our, our on-site worship services ay nangyayari po ng, um, every Sunday, 11, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. No, so, sana po ay uh, makasama na namin kayo sa on-site. But of course, um, we can worship God kahit po sa ating tahanan at kung talagang hindi po kaya, wala naman pong problema. But uh, I hope na we may you know, start, I'm challenging you to start really prayerfully considering attending our on-site worship services. We are in a series called Awesome God. Kung mapapansin nyo, di ba, ang laki nitong uh, nakalagay sa, back, sa stage natin, no? Na, nakalagay, awesome God. No? Do you believe that? That our God is awesome? He's an awesome God. Pag sinabi mong awesome, yung kamangha-mangha, di ba? So talagang you're in awe sa character, sa kakayahan ng isang person. No? So ito po yung paniniwala natin. Ito po yung sinasab Gusto natin na um, maging focus natin this year. This is one of the things no, talagang gusto nating mangyari sa ating mga tao. That we would focus on the awesomeness of God and not yun sa uncertainties ng ating uh, taon. Itong taon na to, I believe, ay marami pa rin mga bagay na hindi tayo sigurado kanong mangyayari. But we don't want you to focus on those things. But we want you to start this year focusing on the awesomeness of God. And we are in this series called Awesome God. Alam nyo, napaka-anointed ng ating mga series. Especially yung first series of the year. Remember last year, di ba, yung Amazing Grace that was our first series for the year. And hindi natin alam na nang dumating yung pandemic nung March na kakailanganin talaga natin ang amazing grace ng Panginoon. And I believe we were prepared no, for the pandemic because of that series, Amazing Grace. And uh, this year, ang sa tingin ko po, eh, kailangan natin na uh, alam mo yun, maalala ulit at ma-internalize kung gaano ka-awesome ang ating Panginoon. Di po natin alam kung ano mga mangyayari ngayong taon na to, but I believe there must be a purpose why God led our church to, to have this series, Awesome God. So, excited na po ba kayo? Now, I want you to all, to all um, get your Bibles and please read with me, okay, our passage for this afternoon. Uh, and our passage is in Judges, okay, Judges chapter 6. We're going to read from verse um, 11 and 16 and then we're going to jump to 23 to 24, okay? So, please uh, join me in reading this. It says here, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Oprah, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, 
while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, sir, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And we're all, we are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. And then let's um, jump to verse 22. It says here, uh, 23 rather, But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day, it still stands at Oprah, which belongs to the Abyess rites. Let's pray. Panginoon, salamat po sa iyong salita. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that we will really get to know you more in this series. And today, Lord, I pray, Lord, that uh, we will understand what the Bible says, that you are our peace, that you are the peace. Shalom. And Lord, I pray that truly you will be our peace. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ano po ba, no? well, pag-uusapan po natin ngayon yung uh, peace, God as shalom or God as peace. Now, talking about peace, what would normally steal your peace? Ano po ba yung mga uh, nagnanakaw o numanakaw ng inyong kapayapaan ng inyong peace? Yung mga naniningil ba sa atin, sa ating mga utang, di ba? Pagka ikaw ay may utang at may mga naniningil sa'yo, yung mga loan sharks, Okay, so talagang pagkayan ay tumawag na sa'yo, lalo na ngayong taon na to. I mean, last year, starting last year, marami po talaga na nabaon sa kanilang mga credit card sapagkat di nila inaasahan na biglang magkakaroon ng pandemic, maaring iba na wala ng trabaho ng business. So, nabaon po sila sa utang and tinatawagan po yan ng mga, ng mga naniningil. And maaaring pagyan tumatawag na, nawawala na yung peace natin. Uh, ano ba yung mga kumukuha sa inyong peace. Yung ba yung mga ba- kailangan yung bayaran o yung mga sakit na pabalik-balik, yung mga ginagawa ng mga uh, ng asawa mo, ng anak mo, ng magulang mo, if you're a student, uh, yung ba yung kumukuha ng peace mo kapag ginawa na nila yung pag nakita mong ginawa nila yun, o sinabi nila yung mga words na yan, yan ba yung nakakapagpawala ng peace mo? Okay, so, tayo po ay may mga ganun po, I'm sure. No? Yung ba yung mga kinaiinisan mong tao pag nakita mo nakawala bigla yung peace mo? Or yung pandemic, di ba? Parang hanggang nandiyan yung pandemic, parang wala kang peace na lumabas ng bahay. Um, yan ba yung uh, kumukuha o nag ng peace mo? You know, Israel had no peace. Itong binasa po natin, Israel was in a situation na kung saan yung kanilang peace ay wala. So, they had no peace. God had given them, the context of this passage, of the passage that we read, is that God had given them into the hands of the Midianites. Uh, for seven years, they were in 
under the Midianites. No? In Judges chapter 6, verse 1, sabi dyan, the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So, medyo naging stubborn na naman ang Israel. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian for seven years. Matagal-tagal yan. Ilang taon na ba tayo sa pandemic? Okay, sa palamang. This is our second, magsa-second year pa lang tayo actually, by March. So, imagine this, no? seven years in the hands of the Midianites. Yung kumukuha ng kanilang peace. Okay. So the Midianites were actually stealing their peace. So yung, talagang ito mga Midianites, pag nandiyan yung mga Midianites, sa loob ng pitong taon na yan, ay wala pong kapayapaan yung mga, mga Israelites. Why? Because the Midianites were getting everything they have. Uh, kapag sila po ay nagtanim ng mga crops, okay, nag-alaga ng mga hayop, pag nakita ng mga Midianites na tumutubo na at na mag-harvest na sila, ng kanilang mga crops at yung kanilang mga animals ay malaki na, what the Midianites would do is they would um, devour their crops and their properties. Ganun po yung mga Midianites. Sabi dun sa verse 34, whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites would come up against them, they would encamp against them and devour the, produ- the produce of the land. So, talagang, imagine mo, talagang mat- mawawala yung peace mo, yung pinaghirapan mo, biglang kukunin sa'yo. So, talaga nakakawala ng peace yan. And uh, not only that, itong mga Midianites kasi, napakadami, sangkatuta. Okay? They were numerous in number. Ang sabi nga doon sa verse, they're like locust. Alam niyo ba yung locust? Yung mga tropical grasshopper. grasshopper. Uh, in verses 5 and 6, sabi niyan, they would come like locust in number. Noong mga panahon na to, ang uh, peste, ang pinaka-popular na peste ay yung mga tropical grasshopper. So, sila yung talaga naninira ng mga tanim, ng mga crops nila. So, the Bible described the Midianites as numerous as grasshoppers. So, imagine that. Both they and their camels could not be counted, the Bible says, so that they laid waste the land as they came in. Kapag sila ay sumugod dun sa lugar ng mga Israelites, kunyari sa kanilang taniman, sa kanilang mga alagang hayop, pag umalis sila, talagang wala nang pakinabang yung lugar. No? Wala nang pakinabang yung farm. So, parang nagiging wasteland siya. Sa sobrang dami nila, kanya-kanya kuha ng mga, mga crops ng mga animals. And Israel, in verse 6, it says, And Israel was brought very low. Okay, wala yung peace, natanggal yung peace. Because of Midian, wala silang peace. And the people of Israel cried out for help to the Lord. So, I'm sure tayo po, paminsan-minsan nawawala yung peace. Maring ngayon, iba sa inyo habang while you are um, worshiping with us and listening to this preaching and watching this preaching, ay wala kang peace ngayon. And, the, and, and here, makikita natin walang peace yung Israel. And they cried out to God. Okay, that's the good, a good thing. It's a good thing, no? They cried out to God. And the people of Israel cried out for help to the Lord. Ayan. Now, the Israelites, because of this, the Israelites were... Uh, not in peace. No? Talagang sila ay uh, walang kapayapaan sa kanilang mga isipan at sa kanilang mga puso dahil sila ginagawa ng mga Midianites sa kanila. So, ang ginagawa nila, they would hide in the caves. So, nandun sila, namumundok sila, tapos nagatago sila sa mga caves at uh, naglalagay sila ng mga stronghold sa paligid nung kanilang pinagtataguan. In verse 2, sabi dyan, and because of, Mid- of the Midian, the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are in the mountains and the caves and the strongholds. So, uh, di ba, pag wala kang peace, ang mangyayari niya, magtatago ka eh. Magkukulong ka sa kwarto. May merong isang, um, 
sikat na artist nung 90s, no? talaga napakasikat niya. Hindi ko naman sasabihin yung pangalan. Pero all of a sudden, yun nga, after several years, no? nagtago kasi siya sa kwarto lang niya. Kinuberan niya yung kwarto niya ng uh, black na, ano, na parang ma- uh, papel, no? para madilim na madilim. Tapos for 10 years, he just stayed in his room. Dinadala lang siya ng pagkain. Bakit? Kasi uh, nagkaroon siya ng anxiety. No? So pag lumalabas siya, parang uh, ano siya, uh, hindi siya mapakalay. Parang merong threat sa buhay niya. So ganun yung ginawa niya. So parang siguro ganyan talagang nangyayari. No? Kapag nawawala yung peace mo, ang tendency mo, magtago ka. So I think ginawa, ginagawa na ng mga Israel. <laughs> Nagtatago na sila. Imbis na harapin nila, okay, yung kanilang mga, yung mga Midianites, uh, wala na. No, nagtago na lamang sila sa, mga, sa mountains, sa mga caves, sa mga kuweba. And, but because of the Lord's covenant, okay, are you listening? Be- but because of the Lord's covenant with Israel. It is all because of the Lord's covenant with Israel. Remember, they were uh, stubborn, di ba? Because of their sins, God gave them into the Midianites, into the hands of the Midianites. Pero ang Panginoon, because oh, kahit na minsan nagkakamali tayo, at tayo nalalagay dyan sa sitwasyon, dahil sa ating pagkakamali, tayo nalalagay sa isang sitwasyon na kung saan nananakaw yung ating peace. But you know what? For those people who are in, the, in covenant with God, don't worry, and we can see here an example of how God would fulfill His covenant with His people because of the covenant that we have. You know? That's a good thing. You know, by the way, in this series, where as we talk about the awesome God, I want us to understand that uh, for the people of God, mas tayo yung makikinabang dito sa awesomeness ng Panginoon. And that is because of the covenant that we have with God. Because of the covenant that we have with God, we have access to this awesome God. And ganun din naman ang Israel. Sa kabila ng kanilang mga ginagawang mali, sa kabila ng kanilang kasalanan, makikita natin ang Panginoon would once again, you know, makikita natin dito, once again, He fulfilled, He was trying to fulfill the covenant that He that he has with Israel. And uh, because of that covenant, the Lord will come, actually, is about to come in the narrative and rescue His people again. This time through Gideon. Okay? So last time through Moses, but this time through Gideon. Now, the Lord uh, spoke to Gideon. So nag-appear si God. God was about to rescue His people Israel because of the covenant that He has with them. And uh, ang, ang entry ni ano, ang entrance ng Panginoon kay Gideon, napakaganda. Makikita mo dito, na, kahit si Gideon himself was <laughs> walang peace, ha? okay? Walang peace si Gideon. Actually, ma- sa, sa verse 1, okay, well, um, ang sabi dun sa verse 11, rather, ang sabi dun, Now, the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Oprah, which belonged to Joas the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon, was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. So, kahit si Gideon, wala siyang peace. No? Nag, habang uh, ginagawa niya yung trabaho niya, nagtatago siya sa mga Midianites. No? Takot din siya. No? And when he was, you know, uh, at that point, uh, that was the time the Lord appeared to him. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, Lord, the Lord is with you, almighty man of valor. Okay, itong binabasa ako to, parang sabi ko, Napaka-encouraging naman ni Lord. <laughs> Mighty man of valor. That's how he described Gideon. Okay? Mighty man of valor. Alam nyo ba ang ibig sabihin ng, <laughs> ng, uh, ng, ng valor? Ang ibig sabihin niya, ibig sabihin, uh, you know, uh, someone who has great um, courage in the midst of oppositions or of, or, of, of his enemies. So sabi dito, mighty man of valor. 
eh, mamamaya makikita natin, parang medyo yata hidigan yan, no? yung mababasa natin. Now, Gideon boldly raised actually his concerns to God. Tinawag siya ng Panginoon na mighty man of valor. Pagkatapos noon, sabi niya, Teka lang Lord, bago mo ako purihin. Okay, may mga concern ako, may mga issues ako eh. Teka lang ha. Talagang na, ano na ako, nababother na ako dito. Sabi niya, why did you give us into the hands of the Midianites? In verse 13, sabi ni Gideon, and Gideon said to God, Please, my Lord. Pagkatapos siyang purihin ng Panginoon, you're a mighty man of value. Pagkatapos siyang encourage. You know what? I believe in you. Imagine mo yan, ha? Si God himself called him the mighty man of valor. Hindi naman nag... Well, sa totoo, di ba alam natin, ang Panginoon holy, hindi naman siya nagsisinungaling. Hindi naman siya, uh, what do you call this? Hindi naman siya ng bobola dito, di ba? Kasi hindi naman ng bobola ang Panginoon. Probably, uh, what I, uh, what I, the way I, you know, I would interpret this is, nakikita kasi ni Lord yung mangyayari in the future. And God was actually uh, encouraging, uh, you know, um, Gideon kung ano yung kaya niyang gawin sa Panginoon, okay? Because of the Lord, ano yung pwedeng maging siya. So, tala, kumbaga, sinimula na ng Panginoon, very encouraging si Lord. And, pero si Gideon uh, was thinking opposite of himself because of Yun nga, yung nawala yung peace eh. Ganyan talaga pag nawawala yung peace ko, anong, ano, ano yung mga nararamdaman mo. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? Eh kung talaga na sa amin ng Panginoon, eh ba't nangyayari to sa amin? And where, where, and where all His wonderful deeds that our fathers accounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of the media? Di ba, sinasabi ng mga magulang namin, ginukwento namin, napaka, naka, na kami ay may favor sa'yo. Pero bakit ngayon nasa kamay kami ng mga Midianites? No? And uh, interestingly, God did not answer him. Okay? Hindi, hindi niya sinagot ng Panginoon yung, yung question niya. Uh, siguro, makikita natin dito, no? may mga misa, may mga question tayo sa Panginoon, hindi natin maintindihan, but inaalaw ng Panginoon yung mga bagay na mangyari. And guess what? If you're expecting answers from God, and we can see here an example, huwag <laughs> kayong magtaka kung hindi sagutin ng Panginoon yun. But instead of answering his question, ang ginawa ng Panginoon, okay, God did not answer his question, and God simply told Gideon his plan. Okay, hindi sinagot ng Panginoon. Siguro, mangyayari, later on, you will, re, you will realize the answer to your question. So, sagutin ko ganun sa loob ng Panginoon. In verse 14, sabi niya, And the Lord turned to him and said, Okay, pagkatapos niya magtanong, mag-complain, sabi ng Panginoon, And the Lord turned to him and said, Okay, let's move on. Mamaya, intay ka lang, relax ka, maintindihan mo kung bakit. Kung bakit ko inalaw yan at anong mangyayari. Anong purpose ko? Okay, and the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, <laughs> very positive, in this might of yours, nagireklamo nga eh, pero nagabi si Lord, oh. go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you. So we can see here God reminding him of his potential because of the kind of God, the awesomeness of God that is actually in him. Okay, so, nawala siya kailangang problemahin. So, God was actually prophetically, you know, really in, insert, in, uh, that, incepting that character, that idea kay, kay, kay Gideon. Okay, and uh, sabi niya, Gideon hesitated saying his, sabi niya, uh, teka lang Lord, bago mo ako isend, alam mo ba, no? Sabi niya, sabi niya, his clan is the least in Manasseh. Kasi tribes to, no? so sila ay in uh, were divided into 12 tribes and Gideon was part of the Manasseh tribe. And sabi niya, sabi niya, ako, kami, yung clan, yung clan namin, yung pamilya namin, sabi niya, yung clan namin, sa Manasseh tribe, least kami. 
Okay? So that, actually, I'm not sure kung yung Manasi yung least, no? Uh, pero at least sabi niya, sa Manasi tribe, least kami. Tapos sabi niya, yung pamilya ko, sabi, ah, yung sa pamilya ko, okay, yung clan namin, least na sa Manasi tribe. Tapos ako mismo, okay, ako mismo, sabi niya, I'm least in the family. <laughs> so you're talking the wrong, to the wrong guy. Uh, and uh, basically, Gideon, uh, do not think that he could actually do what the Lord was telling him to do. In verse 15, ano sabi niya dyan? And he said to him, okay, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan uh, is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And then, you know what? What the Lord said, God assured him that he will be with him. Sabi ng Panginoon, yeah, sa tingin mo, hindi ko alam yon. <laughs> of course, alam ko yung mga weaknesses mo. And sabi ni Lord sa verse 16, And the Lord said to him, listen to this, But I will be with you. I will be with you. And you shall strike the Midianites as a one man. Okay. Wow, as a one man. So, kumbaga, parang, actually, kaya mong gawin yan, kahit ikaw lang. Okay, with your leadership, you're gonna be doing this. You'll be defeating the Midianites. Eh, ang dami nga. Nakita mo ba yung, yung contrast dito? Uh, diba? Ang isang issue nila, ang isang nagpapatanggal ng peace ng mga Israel sa Midianites, isang eh, katutak yung Midianites. And makikita mo dito, sabi niya, you're gonna be able to strike them, defeat them as a one man. Okay, I think God is actually, it's a figurative, okay, not necessarily He will do it as in siya lang, pero sinasabi lang ng Panginoon, with your leadership and with a few men that you, ha- you will have later on with you, you will be able to defeat them. Okay, so God was trying to assure him of that. Why? Is it because uh, magaling siya? Hindi nga, sabi nga ni Gideon, eh, least nga yung, kami, yung clan namin sa Manasa, least din ako sa pamilya ko, so wala akong, hindi ako magaling talaga. No, but because of the assurance, of one assurance, sabi doon, I will be with you. And I'm telling you whatever you're going through right now, that is the assurance of God to you. I will be with you. Whatever you're going through, I will be with you. Think of everything, ng mga uncertainties ng taong ito. God is telling you right now, I will be with you. I know your list in your clan. I know your list uh, in your family. But I will be with you. That's the word of Gideon, and I believe to the, uh, the word of the Lord to Gideon, and I believe that's what the lo- word of the Lord to us as well. Now, God. Uh, now here's the thing, Gideon. Okay, medyo sigurista si Gideon, ano? Eh, Magkita natin to sa buhay ni Gideon. Actually, as we continue to study the life of Gideon, Gideon had to make sure, medyo sigurista siya. So he had to make sure that he was talking to God. So he asked. Um, uh, he has some time, no? Some more time with this person na kausap niya. Okay, so medyo hindi siya sigurado no, kung si, si God ba to o angel ng Panginoon. So, he asked actually God to wait. So, siga to actually. Nung minabasa ko to, siga eh. No, he asked God to wait. Sabi niya, wait lang Lord. Sabi niya, gusto ko mapatunayan na ma, talagang ma, malamang kung ikaw, kung Diyos nga yung kausap ko. Sabi niya, wait lang. So, ang ginawa dito ni Gideon, actually, kumuha siya ng pagkain. Okay, so he was probably planning to um, uh, to spend time no more with, with this person na kausap niya. So, umuwi siya ng bahay, tapos he got a meet, and then yung sabaw sineperate niya, nilagay niya meat sa base, tapos yung sabaw sineperate niya. And also, he got some bread. Okay? So, yung mga, pag, yung mga bagay na yun, maraming mga, mga interpretations. Some, they're saying it's for worship. Some, they're saying it's food. No? I think, obviously, it's 
you know, meat and uh, soup and bread, you know, mga staple food nung time niyan. So, he was probably wanting to spend time with this, with, with this person that he was talking to, just to make sure nakausap niya ang Panginoon, ang Diyos. And, uh, so, nung pagdating niya ng ganyan, bumalik siya, nag-intay si God. Okay? So, makikita mo dito, this is a passage in the Bible where actually God himself waited for the man. Okay? Nag-intay si God, no? And then, so, nilagay na niya yung, uh, inutusa, inastakan siya, actually, pagdating na, inas, si God na yung nag, uh, sa narrative, inastakan siya. So, lagay mo dun sa stone yung, yung meat, buhos mo yung broth, tapos, lagay mo din yung bread, and then, maya-maya, uh, inapuyan, no? Ni, ni God, nung kausap niya, yung, yung meat at saka yung bread, and it was consumed by the fire. And by that time, uh, but after that, doon na realize nila, ni, ni, the, Bible, the passage says, na na-realize niya na si God nga yung kausap niya. So, na-assure na siya. Now, from that point, Gideon became convinced that he was actually, I uh, was talking to God. Then God assured Gideon, and this is the verse that I want, really want, I want you to focus on. Sabi dyan, in verses 23 to 24, But the Lord said to him, okay, Peace be to you. Do not fear, you shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. Now, there is another word that God used to describe Himself, to describe Himself as, as, you know, an, as the awesome God. And that is the word peace. Sabi niya, peace be to you. And sabi niya then, yung tinayo niyang altar, the Lord is peace. Okay? And, you know, the word peace in the Bible is, uh, is from the Hebrew word shalom. Okay? And shalom usually, uh, the way we, I mean peace, not shalom, but peace, normally we define it, no? Without understanding shalom, usually people would understand peace as absence of war, you know? There is only peace when there is no war. Or when, when there is no conflict in the family, for example. Or walang problema, walang utang, walang sakit, di ba? Uh, lahat, rec, uh, nag masaya, hindi nag-aaway. So, Normally, we would understand peace uh, pag ganyan, no? Nang ganyan. Kapag walang war, walang conflict, walang problema. But uh, kapag pinag-aralan mo, when you look into shalom and how it is used in the Bible, especially in this narrative, it looks like that shalom is not only the peace wherein there is absence of war or there is absence of conflict or problems, pero actually, Shalom is God Himself. You know, it is the peace na kung saan uh, you have peace because you have God Himself. You know? God Himself is our peace. That is shalom. When God becomes your peace, okay, are you listening? When God becomes your peace, then that is shalom. Now, Gideon will have to stoop. Do you realize this? Uh, Gideon will still have to fight the Midianites. So, ibig sabihin, nadudum pa rin yung ano niya. Pwede pa rin siyang mangamba kung kakayanin ba niya talaga yung mga Midianites. Pwede pa rin siyang mangamba. They will still have to fight the Midianites. Lalabang pa rin. May war pa din. May gera pa rin. Hindi naman tinanggal ni God yung mga Midianites eh, na nag-disappear na lang. May gera pa rin mangyayari. May labanan pa rin mangyayari. Yung problema niya, nandiyan pa rin. At madami pa rin sila. Hindi binawasan ni Lord. Later on, kahit basahin mo yung storya, hindi binawasan ni Lord yung mga kaaway niya. Actually, binawasan ni Lord sila. Okay, that's a nod for another preaching. But I'm telling you, hindi, hindi niya nga binawasan. Yung dami ng Midianites, ganun pa din. So, pwedeng mawala ka pa rin ng peace nun, di ba? Pwedeng mawalan pa rin ng peace. But you know what? That's, the, that's shalom. Shalom is 
Not, you know, like you, ha- like for example, shalom is not money. The money that you receive kapag may utang ka para may pambayad ka na. Okay, dahil may, may utang ka, wala kang peace, tapos shalom is not, uh, the shalom or peace is not like receiving money and then you'll be, uh, you're, be, you're, you're able to pay your, all your debts. That's not shalom. Okay? Sapagkat, uh, uh, ang, ang yung shalom dito ay hindi yung pera, okay? But kundi yung Diyos mismo. Na kahit na may utang ka pa din, for example, di ka makatulog, disingisingil ka, pero dahil nadyan ang Diyos sa'yo, alam mo, hindi ka pababayan ng Diyos. Di ba, remember, ang sabi ni Gideon kay, uh, ni God kay Gideon, I will be with you. Ang assurance ng sa kanya, dalawa, I will be with you, and you know what? You're not gonna die. Do you, do you remember, do you, do you see that? I will be with you, and you will not die. So, because why? Is it because you're good? No, because I am your peace. I will be with you. The mere fact that I am in you, in your life, you will have peace. Ganon din naman tayo. Pag sinabi natin, ang ating awesome God ay shalom or peace. Ibig sabihin siya ang ating peace. God Himself is our peace. Gideon will still have to fight the Midianites, but you know what? As long as God is with him, he should have peace. We will still have to fight our own Midianites. Lalaban pa rin ho tayo. What are your Midianites, by the way? Ano ba mga Midianites nyo? Okay. I'm sure maiba-iba tayo ng mga Midianites. Mga kinatatakutan natin. Yung mga kumukuha ng peace natin. Hindi tayo masyadong makatulog. Hindi tayo makadiskarte. Natatakot tayo. But God said, have peace. Meaning, I am peace. Meaning, I will be with you. You will not die. I will be with you. Actually, was repeated several times. It was repeated several times. In this narrative lang. I think tatlong beses or dalawang beses. God is saying, have peace because I will be with you. I am your peace. You know, knowing God is with us should give us peace. Knowing that we have a covenant relationship with God should give us peace. That should be enough to give us peace. We should learn to have peace. Just knowing, just knowing that we are in a covenant relationship with God. Pag sinabi natin covenant relationship sa panahon natin, yun yung alam mong si Jesus ay Lord ng buhay mo. Ang Panginoon ay Diyos ng buhay mo. At sinuko mo na ang buhay mo sa Kanya at Siya na ang may-ari ng buhay mo at Siya na ang bahala sa'yo. And kahit na nandiyan pa rin yung mga Midianites, kahit numero sila, you will have peace. Why? Because you know God is with you. He's not against you. Kahit na minsan nagkakasala ka, nagkakamali ka sa buhay, parehas ng mga Israel, nadudun pa rin ng Diyos. Tinawag pa rin si Gideon. Sabi na sa Panginoon ni Gideon, ililigtas ko ang Israel. That is peace. That is shalom. Knowing God is with us should give us peace already. You know, when I'm overwhelmed with problems, I would bear in mind, God is with me. And knowing God is with me, I can sleep over my problems. Uh, maraming mga panahon, minsan, na hindi ka rin makatulog minsan, no? iniisip mo in the middle of na nangyayari ba sa inyo, bilang papasok sa isip mo yung problema mo, nako, ano kaya to? May, may kailangan ko pa itong uh, i- ano, ayusin. Yeah, no? So parang, walang, parang wala pang solusyon doon sa dapat mong ayusin. And sometimes that would steal your peace. But you know what? Literally, I would, what I would do, I mean, this is my personal approach to it. You know, I would, I would pray to God and say, Lord, Lord, ikaw na bahala rito. Lord, you are, you are with me. No, you, kasama mo, hindi ako nag-iisa rito. Okay, actually, there are times that I would say, Lord, hindi ko lang problema to, problema natin to, Lord. So, kung problema natin to and you are with me, I have a covenant relationship with you, Lord, for sure, you're gonna take care of my Midianites. You're gonna take care of this. You know, I know tomorrow my problem is still there. Pagkatapos ng prayer na yon, 
but just knowing that God is with me, that I have a covenant relationship with Him, that is good enough to bring peace in my life. When God is our peace, no one and nothing can steal our peace from us. Tandaan niyo po yan. When God is our peace, no one and nothing can or should steal our peace from us. I remember when my mother, when I was young, you know, my mother would work at night. Okay, kasi tatrabaho po yung nanay ko sa gabi. Hindi po call center yung aking nanay, okay? She's actually a singer. Okay, so gabi po yung kanyang trabaho at uh, iniiwanan niya po kami magkakapatid. I have two sisters and ako lang po yung lalaki sa pamilya. May older sister ako, pero uh, syempre dahil ako yung only guy in the family, so ako po yung parang tatay. Yung tatay ko po, alam niyo naman po yan, uh, palagi po siyang wala. No, second family kasi kami. So palaging wala yung tatay ko. So natatandaan ko na malita ko, so papasok yung mam ko mga around 6 o'clock sa gabi, tapos mga darating mga 3 o'clock na naman din yung araw. And kuminsan, uh, I mean, not kuminsan, but madalas, okay, madalas, sa totoo lang, hindi alam to ng mga kapatid ko, pero hindi ako makatulog. So kasi I feel responsible, wala akong peace. Kasi baka mamaya may pumasok na magnanakaw, alam mo yung mga babae, yung mga kapatid ko, di, uh, baka may mangyari sa amin, ganyan. So parang I, I feel responsible for my family, for my sisters lalo na. So hindi ako makatulog, talagang inaantay ko muna. Or mababaw lang yung tulog ko, tapos inaantay ko. Pag nandiyan na yung mom ko, Pag-ready mother ko. Then, that's the time na nakakatulog na ako. Hi. Salamat, nakakatulog na ako. So, sa mga panahon na yon, di ba, my mother was my peace. Kapag nandiyan na yung nanay ko, may peace na ako. Alam mo yung ganun? Pag nandiyan na si papa o si, ta- si tatay ninyo, may peace ka. Pag wala si tatay, wala kang peace. Parang ganun. Sa tingin ko, ganito rin yung pagsinabing God is our peace or God is our shalom. Diba, kahit naman nandun yung nanay ko, may maaaring pumasok pa rin magnanakaw. <laughs> diba, may maaaring pumasok pa rin na di magagandang masasamang tao at may gawin sa amin. Pero, I don't know, for some reason, when I know that my mom is already around, I may peace na ako. And I believe ganon ang shalom and ganon ang pag sinabi natin, God is our peace. Just knowing that I have a covenant relationship with God, that we have a covenant relationship with this awesome God, and that should be good enough to bring peace po sa ating buhay. What is your peace? Ano bang peace mo? O who is your peace? Pagka nandun yung tao na yun, may peace ka. Kapag nandun yung magulang mo, may peace ka. Sino ang, ta- ang peace sa'yo? O, what is your peace? Pera ba? Kapag may pera, may peace ka? Masaya ka? Dahil ngayon, medyo maraming nagastos. Wala na naman yung pera. Wala na naman yung peace. So, what is your peace? Pera ba yan? Trabaho ba yan? Yung ba yung peace mo? Kapag may trabaho, may peace. Pag nawala ng trabaho, ng business, nawawala yung peace. I'm sure, no? I'm not saying na hindi nakakawala ng peace yan. Talagang nakakawala ng peace yan. Okay? But what we're trying to tell you here is that if you will make those things as your peace, your money, job, or even like for example in our situation right now, the vaccine as your peace. And di ba paano kung hindi dumating yung vaccine? Di ba paano kung matagalan? So wala ka pa rin peace hanggat dumat- hindi dumating yung vaccine. O paano kung hanggat matagalan na mawalan ka ng trabaho, makarecover sa business, so wala ka ng peace, ganun ba? Okay? So, paano kung mat- medyo matagalan para bago ka magkaroon ng pera o bago, bago ka gumaling, so paano na wala kang peace? So, what is your peace? Who is your peace? That's the question. Um, alam nyo, ang maraming bagay na nag-steal ng peace sa atin, kuminsan nasa utak yan. Alam nyo, wala tayong control sa mga mangyayari sa paligid natin, pero may control tayo sa utak natin, sa totoo lang. Lalo na, kung ang Panginoon ay alaw mo na i-control yung utak mo. I remember last year, let me end with this one. Uh, 
nagkaroon ako ng may nagka-start ako may makaramdam siguro because of stress no so may mga nararamdaman ako sa chest pain so uh, ginawa ko inontak ko yung cardiologist na friend namin tapos nagpa-advise ako so kinonek niya ako sa isang cardiologist kasi nasa probinsya siya so kinonek niya ako sa isang cardiologist na sa uh, medical center kapangalan ko pa no si Dr. Irwin uh, medyo social lang yung Irwin niya ay no may English ano Uh, Irwin. So, sabi niya, so, kinausap niya ako, tapos, diniscribe ko yung nararamdaman ko, so, parang medyo may problema nga. Then, so, ang ginawa niya, para maka-make sure, pinano niya ako, pina-treadmill test niya ako. So, nagpa-treadmill test ako. Ganyan. Tapos, nung kinaya ko naman yung treadmill, so, okay naman ako. Medyo nahirapan, pero syempre, eh, wala masyak exercise, pero okay naman. Kaya naman, kaya-kaya natapos ko. So, nakakahingil pala yun, no? Kasi hindi ka tumatakot, talagang lakad lang, tapos, babilis yung ano. Okay naman ako. Then in fact, pagkatapos nun, I felt really good. So yung parang yung mga nararamdaman ko, wala. Kasi sabi ko, siguro nakaya ko nga yung treadmill. So sabi ko, wala akong problema. Wala akong problema sa heart. Kasi nakayaan ko nga yung treadmill eh. So, wala akong problema. And then umuwi, umuwi, umuwi ako, tapos dumaan muna ako sa grocery. Nag-grocery ako. Inutusan ako ng wife ko magbumili mag, ng groceries since nasa labas na ako. So nasa UP Town Center ako. So nag-grocery ako. Ganyan. So sayo ako, kumakanta-kanta pa ako. Ganyan. Tapos maya-maya tumawag si ano, Si Doc Irwin, sabi niya, Pastor, sabi niya, kailangan niya, Pastor ako, Christian din siya. Sabi niya, Pastor, sabi niya, o, kamusta ka naman? Tinanong niya ako. Sabi ko, okay, sabi ko, kanina, nag-treadmill ako, kaya-kaya, dali lang pala noon. Sabi ko, panalo. Sabi ko, actually, ngayon, I really feel good. Sabi ko, wala, ano nararamdaman ko? Wala ka bang nararamdaman? Na, di ba naninikip yung ganyan? Sabi ko, biglang ang nawala eh. Sabi ko, parang after nung nag-treadmill ako, biglang nawala, para ang ganda ng pakaramdam ko. Tapos sabi niya, ganyan. Uh, Pastor, wag kang maano, wag kang magugulat kasi pero bumagsak ka dun sa ano, sa test, eh, sa treadmill test. So sabi niya, nung sinabi niya 'yon, parang bigla akong namutla. Alam mo 'yun, yung parang nawala yung peace ko. Talagang nagulat ako, sabi ko. Ha? Eh parang okay naman ako ah, sabi niya. Pero bagsak ka, sabi niya, at bata, ang bata mo pa para bumagsak sa dun sa treadmill test. So, so according to sa report, may ano bumagsak so medyo bothered ako sabi niya pero huwag kang matatakot sabi niya baka may, ano sabi niya uh, oh, ano amazing grabe siyang word eh malakas ka naman kay Lord sabi ko ah ganun ba wala <laughs> naman yata malakas kay Lord <laughs> so so um, sabi kong ganun so okay sige ano po bang gagawin ko so sabi ko sabi niya I need I need to ano ask you to be admitted so siyempre no sinabi niya ng I have to be admitted I mean di ba ang hirap na magpa-admit sa mga panahon na to I was last year no late last year So, parang medyo, um, okay, sige, Doc, sabi ko. Um, just let me know kung kailan. So, sabi niya, baka mga around Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So, that was a Saturday. Sabi niya, mga, mga Tuesday or next, uh, Wednesday next week. Pagbaba niya ng phone, alam niyo, papunta ako ng, nagbayad muna ako ng grocery ko. Munti ko na makalimutan bayaran eh. So, nagbayad muna ng grocery. Tapos, nung papunta na ako ng parking, nung Eddie, nagbubuhat akong ganyan ng mga grocery, parang maninikip na yung dibdib ko. Parang... Ano to? Sabi ko, mukhang kailangan na yata akong i-admit. So, maya-maya, tawag na ako sa kanya. Dok, sabi ko, bakit ganun? Pagkatapos ng pag-uusap natin, parang, parang mas nagbumalik yung ano ko, yung sakit ko. So, yung ganyan-ganyan. So, talagang ginaman, sabi lang niya, o oh, sige, um, eto, sabi niya, siguro nagulat, nagulat niya yung doktor, binigyan niya ako ng medication, sabi niya, parang sigurado, <laughs> inumin mo to, bili ka sa market, tas inumin mo to, pag nararamdaman mo yan, ganyan-ganyan. Kasi, di pa siya makakuha ng room doon, ng appointment, eh, no? Kasi yung mahirap ng mga time na yun, so, we'll need to buy some time. So, from that point, until, I mean, until nung nalaman ko yung result, na hospital na ako, tas nalaman ko yung result, na wala naman pala akong 
heart problem. Okay? To cut the long story short, wala po akong problema, wala akong heart problem. Ang ganda ng mga test ko, even my blood test, I mean, imagine that, no? It's unbelievable, but you know what? Wala. But I think from that point, I remember from Saturday until na nandun, nga, malamang ko yung result ko, nandun yung feeling, nandun yung heaviness sa heart in yung mga weird na mga nararamdaman ko. And that happened when I received that single call of that doctor telling me, you have to be admitted. I think there is something wrong with going on in your heart. Nung narinig ko yun, boom! All of a sudden, tanggal yung peace. Ah, oh, wala. Change. I was trying to be strong for my family, pero nakita ko doon, na-realize ko, man, boom, nawala talaga. And you know what? Nung, nung, so, Tuesday na admit ako, then the following day, Wednesday, nung Thursday na, sinabi na sa akin yung result. So, dami ko pinagdaan ng series of result. Sinitiskan yung heart ko. Sabi ng doctor, you know what? Mukhang, mukhang stress, sabi niya ganyan. Walang sakit sa puso, sabi niya. Meron kang konting uh, congenital uh, situation, but you know what? Nothing to worry about. You can even run a marathon, sabi niya. Wala kang problema. Alam nyo ba, nung pag-alis niya nun, pinag-pray ko pa siya eh. No? Nung una, parang hina-hina ako. Pero nung patapos, nung sinabi niya, okay na ako. Pag-pray ko pa siya, bumalik si pastor. Di ba? Nag-pray pa ako ganun. Tapos, umalis na siya. Alam nyo, pagkatapos yun, ang lakas ko ulit. Nag- wala, nag-zoom meeting na. Lumakas ako bigla, nawala lahat yung sakit ko. And I, biglang nung pagsabi lang nung doktor na okay ka na, pagsabi nung ano, biglang nawala yung, yung sakit. And I think I what I you know now that I you know while preparing for this message and I remember that sometimes we are like that you know our we're saying God is our peace pero pag nadudun na tayo sometimes yung peace natin yung sasabihin ng doctor sometimes yung peace natin yung sasabihin ng kaniyang result ng test ng ng sakit mo sometimes yung yung peace natin yung pera di ba pagbi pambayad ka na sometimes yung peace natin di ba yung yung trabaho natin, hanggat may trabaho tayo, may peace tayo, eh, paano pag nawala yun? Paano pag pumunta si doktor sa'yo, parang sa nangyari sa'kin, sabi niya, mukhang may problema kang seryoso sa puso mo. Paano na yung peace nawala na? And that's what I want us to remember in this preaching, in the life of, in, in this story of Gideon. Sabi ni God, several times sinabi niya, I will be with you. Several times sinabi niya, I will be with you two promises only in this narrative. I will be with you and you're not gonna die. And I'm telling you, kung sabihin ng Diyos sa'yo yun, di ba, may problema ka? Tapos sabihin ng Diyos sa'yo, I will be with you and you will not die. You know what? Kung ako yun, parang narinig ko mismo si God, nagsasalita sa'kin, tapos pinurub pa nga, di ba? Pinurub niya pa na kung si God talaga eh, di ba? Naipag-fellowship pa siyang ganyan. You know what? I will have peace. Not only that, if you know that you have a covenant relationship with this God, maybe hindi mo siya narinig ngayon, okay, narinig mo siya through Scripture, through the, through the messages of the Word of God, through the advices of God's people, but you know what? The mere fact that we have a covenant relationship, because God is actually doing this for, for, for Gideon and for Israel, because He, had a, he has a, a, a covenant relationship with them. Kaya nire-remind lang yung sinasabi ni God na I will be with you, you will not die. That's not actually uh, something na gagawin lang ng Diyos dahil trip ng Panginoon. But because of the covenant relationship na meron sila sa Panginoon. 
you and I, if you have Jesus in your life already, you have a covenant relationship with God. And God is always with us. When we surrender the life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is always with us. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm starting then to, to address that in my life. Because if our body is the body of the Holy Spirit, then we have to do something about it. And we have to take care of our body. But not only that, God, that means God is with us. He is always in this temple. He's always with us. We have a covenant relationship with God. And we can claim that particular character of God, shalom, peace. Meaning He is our peace. If He, we have a covenant relationship with Him, He is our peace. Not the money, not what the doctor says, not our situation, but He is our peace. Because our situation will change. But if God is our peace, nothing and no one can steal our peace. So make God your peace, okay? Make God your peace. Because there will be things that will steal our peace this year, I'm telling you. There will be a lot of things that will steal your peace from you. But if, you're, if, you're, if God is your peace, then it will not be taken away from you. Unless yung peace mo, yung pera, yung trabaho, yung business mo, yung sasabihin ng mga tao sa'yo, yung reputasyon mo, eh yun, may steal yun ng kaaway. But you know what? There's one thing that God cannot, uh, that the enemy cannot steal from us, and that is God. And if God is our peace, then we can have shalom. We can have peace. Did you get the message? Make God your peace. When God is our peace, no one and nothing can steal our peace from us. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, our Shalom, You are our peace. Thank You for reminding us once again that, Lord, we should not make money, our job, our business, you know, our the people around us, what people would tell us, what the doctor would tell us, or I mean, we should listen to them. But Lord, they are not our peace. Our situation is not our peace. Our situation might be, Lord God, change again and again. Lord, we this year we'll probably be facing a lot of Midianites there in, in huge number, Lord God. We're going to be overwhelmed. Sometimes we will find ourselves hiding in the caves, in the mountains. But Lord, thank you, God, for reminding us that you are our peace. That we can actually dine with you like Gideon. We can dine with you knowing that you are our God and you are our peace. You yourself is our peace, Lord. Lord, we make you our peace. Lord, we are your children. Through Jesus Christ, we are your children now and you are Lord, the Holy Spirit is in us right now and the Holy Spirit will give us peace. And right now, if wherever you are, I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray, Father, for your people that you will give them peace. Shalom, Lord God. Shalom. May shalom be with you wherever you are right now. Yes, we will be facing this year. We'll be dealing with a lot of Midianites. They're numerous. They're overwhelming, Lord. Um, they're going to they're gonna be bullying us. But Lord, you are our peace. You are with us. We're not going to die like your promise to Gideon and we're claiming that. We're not going to die. We're going to be we're going to be able to overcome this. Lord with with one hand or Lord with just a, with a few men 
Lord, we're going to be able to defeat the Midianites, our Midianites. So, salamat, Panginoon. Ikaw ang aming shalom. Ikaw ang aming kapayapaan. Ikaw ang aming peace. That's why even in the midst of chaos, in the midst of problems, in the midst of conflict, even in the midst of war, we can find peace because you are our peace. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Lord, we make you our peace. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Maraming maraming salamat po sa pag-join nyo sa amen ngayong um, araw na ito sa ating online worship service. And uh, nawa ay patuloy nyo po kaming uh, samahan every Sunday, every 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. sa ating online worship service here in Victory Antipolo. Let me pray for you as we uh, send you with uh, this prayer. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord show His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace now and forevermore. Amen. May God shalom, peace be with you all. Amen. God bless you. See you next Sunday. 